that's how a lot of this starts. People just have fun trying stuff out and then they think, hey, I could turn this into a business. The cool thing is that mm. when you look at some of the giant brands out there, like the Estee Lauders, the Elizabeth Ardens, they were started by women who did exactly that as well. And so a lot of those mm. origin stories have been around for over 150 years of women just going, hey, I could mix something up at home and turn it into a business. And yeah, wow. look at where some of those companies are now. Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Shahid Durrani. Today we have with us Lorraine Dahlmeyer. It, she is a biologist, chartered environmentalist, and award-winning seven-figure CEO. She runs Formula Botanica, the accredited online organic cosmetic formulation and business school, where she and her team have trained 19,000 organic formulators in over 190 plus countries around the world to start or grow their own indie beauty brand. Welcome to our show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's such a privilege to be here. I'm really looking forward to this chat. Thank you. Same here. Maybe it's my ignorance, but can you help me or if anybody else? What does indie beauty brand mean? So an indie beauty brand is an independent brand. So it often means started by one person. Often women start their own indie beauty brands and they're independent. So imagine there being a difference between the giant corporate cosmetics, the L'Oreal's, the industrial beauty brands of this world, and then the independent artisans who make their own formulations at home and sell them to their local communities or sell them into retailers and take off that way. So basically... Someone that want to go more organic, they would buy from one of your students, for example. Quite possibly, yes. And we only work with natural and organic ingredients. So yes, that would typically be what in the formulations that our graduates make. Typically, people make their first beauty product, often to give as a gift. It happens a lot. You find recipes on the internet. You find sort of recipe books. And you think, hey, I could make a lip balm. That's super simple. And then you don't just make one, you make 20. And then you're sat there going, what do I do with all these lip balms? And you give them away to people, you gift them to people. And then all of a sudden, someone will go, hey, you could sell this. I would pay for this. And then the ball gets rolling and they realize that it's an opportunity to start the business from home, doing something that they love and turn it into something sustainable that could maybe even get them out of their day job. And we've done that wow. for over 19,000 students so far all around the world. That's a great idea to just create something to give out or they, they have this passion with the organic realm to create something. They always had that dream to create a brand. Uh, but is there anything else that inspires them to go this route? Uh, is it financial gains as well, I would assume? Yes, it is. But I'd say the main thing is that people often become acutely aware of the mainstream beauty products that they're putting on their body and their skin and their hair. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they think, what's in this? And then they start to read the ingredients labels and they don't understand them. And they often see a lot of 
complex chemical names, which might scare them a little bit. And at that point, people think there must be a more natural way of doing this. I'm sure I could figure this out. They find a recipe yeah. online, they follow it, and eventually they realize, hey, I do need some education in this. And they come to us, which is why hmm. we're the leading world's leading formulation That's awesome. school. Yeah, it it's is really awesome, unique. actually. Yeah, it's yeah. very unique. I never interviewed anyone with this niche before. How about uh, rosemary shampoos? Have you guys yeah. done that yet? Yeah, yeah, of course. We oh, teach people man. how to make shampoos, shampoo bars, yeah. different cleansing shampoos, shampoos that condition as well. And rosemary is super popular at the moment in the beauty yeah. industry. Yeah. Yes, all it's over fun. social media. I made <laughs> some water too, started using it. <laughs> 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 yeah, interesting. No, that's how a lot of this starts. People just have fun trying stuff out and then they think, hey, I could turn this into a business. The cool thing is that mm -hmm. when you look at some of the giant brands out there, like the Estee Lauders, the Elizabeth Ardens, they were started by women who did exactly that as well. And so a lot of hmm. those origin stories have been around for over 150 years of women just going, hey, I could mix something up at home and turn it into a business. And yeah, wow. look at where some of those companies are now. Yeah. Yeah. Is, are, do you have any kind of stories that you could share or if you're allowed to share from your students yeah. oh, in of course. recent times? Yeah. <laughs> I have <Yeah>. thousands. <laughs> oh, wow. So like that level? Yeah. So many of them go down that route. And I will say, and I'm sure you've covered this on the podcast before, success means different things to different people. Yes. So some people will literally go, this is my side hustle. I'm staying small. I'm just going to sell maybe at markets or to my friends and family. We have lots of students like that. Some people will go, I need to turn this into something that can actually support me and my family and create a sustainable lifestyle business. We have a lot of students like that. And then some of them go for global domination. And we do have students who've done that as well. So one example is our graduate, Sandra, who runs a company called Nopalera. She's in New York. She's Mexican. And she kept being told by people, Mexican products are cheap which is a horrible thing to hear about mm. your culture, right? I don't understand why people say that sort of thing. Mm. And she kept hearing this message of beauty products need to be Eurocentric. They need to be the sort of classic French cosmetics. And she thought, screw that. I'm going to create something that places a value on my Latin roots. And so she created her brand. She studied with us in 2020 during lockdown because she was making bath bombs and soaps at home and figured that she would take this further studied with us graduated in november by month two and keep in mind there was no investment right she had no investment to put in the company she literally put the course fees with us on her amex card bought enough ingredients for one batch and started going by month two she'd moved into commercial premises because she had to she could barely keep up with demand by month three she was stocked by 40 retailers throughout the u.s and now here we are three years later and she's been on Shark Tank. She turned them down. Like they offered her millions and she went, nope, I'm going. She does four, $4 million in revenue, I think she achieved in her third year. And she's just taking over the world. And I love that sort of story. I'd love to interview her if she wants to come on. Yeah, she was. she's a powerhouse. You need her on. Yes, Another yes, example I have is our graduate Spybee. They're in the UK. They studied with us back in 2016, and they initially made their products at home in their kitchens, and they used to cycle a lot of the products to their customers around London. And then they started to get investment funding. They've now raised over $10 million in investment funding, 
and their products are stocked in Sephora, in Boots in the UK, in Target in the US. It's really exciting you to got, see all over Australasia. Yeah, you got my it's wheels amazing. going. <laughs> well, beauty yeah. is big business. I mean, the beauty industry yeah. is worth over half a trillion dollars uh, globally per wow. year. So that's my next question. Having that many students with passion, with drive, with um, goals, lofty goals, is there enough market share or do you have some stats you can share? Like I said, the global beauty industry is worth over half a trillion dollars and it just keeps growing. And Mm. it doesn't seem to be stopping either. It's one of those industries that even in a recession, it doesn't seem to be hit that hard. Because ultimately, if you think about it, the beauty industry has spent over a century telling us that we're not good enough as human beings, right? We're not young enough. We're not smooth enough. Our hair isn't straight enough. We're not white enough. We're not thin enough. We're not pretty enough. And the only way we'll achieve any of those goals is by buying their products. So the demand is never going to go away because they've done a complete job on us as a society to buy into these brainwashing messages that they put out there. So yeah, the market is there. It's quite something. Wow. Can you share what's the success rate with your students when they go in after they finish this course and they launch something? I don't actually have exact figures on that. It's not something we we track exactly. Saying that, what you can't see on the audio, but what you can see on the video is I'm surrounded by products and those have all been sent to me by our graduates from all over the world. And it is quite humbling because I keep getting sent boxes and boxes from people who go, you've changed my life. And I have stacks of handwritten letters here from people going, I've completely changed my life. Thanks to you. This is very exciting. Thank you. Now, what is the, what does the course entail? How long is it? Uh, What is, what, what are the prerequisites, if any, and what does it entail? Basically, there are no prerequisites to study with us. In fact, we say everyone can formulate. We've all, again, been fed this message from the mainstream beauty industry that you have to be a chemist and you have to wear a lab coat and you have to be stood in a lab. Not true. Anyone can do this. In fact, humans have been formulating for millennia. And so people come to us with no knowledge of the beauty industry, no formulation experience. We teach them how to create their own formulations. So all the products around me in my office, they were all made by people who took the same course, but they all made something different, which is really cool. And then we walk them through, yeah, formulation skills, the safety components, the compliance, the legal compliance components, how to actually create everything from scratch and create an entire range of skincare or hair care. Wow. So step by step from the business formation as well, everything to get them in the market. Yeah, we have an entire business course too that walks you through branding, wow. marketing, manufacturing, financing, retail, all of it. So manufacturing, if they're doing the formulation themselves, do they outsource once they go into mass production? Typically, yes. There are some beauty brands out there that don't and they build their own bespoke formulation manufacturing facilities. It's a big undertaking. Oh. Um Most of them, once they reach a certain stage, uh, like the graduates I was talking about, Bybee in the UK, they easily produce over a million units a year. Of course, they're outsourcing that because how could you possibly do that that? at home? No, no, they do that themselves. You help, they find the outsourcing themselves. Yeah. At that point, they are way beyond our courses. They are flying. This is great. And you operate in all countries, obviously. It's virtual, right? 
Yeah, mm-hmm. we're in a, we now have students in 191 countries around the world, which is pretty epic. And every time I'm convinced we can't possibly add another one, then someone else will just pop up. And even in the last few months, we've added new students in Equatorial Guinea, in Sierra Leone, in St. Vincent and the Grenadines, like in the island nation of Palau, which has 19,000 inhabitants. We now have a student there. I think that's awesome. And may I know the cost of your program? Yeah, at the moment, it's 750 British pounds, which is around about a thousand US dollars for the foundation diploma. Then we have other courses that take you beyond that. Our business diploma is probably more, I'm trying to put it into US dollars in my head, um, like 1300. So yeah, it's all very affordable when you consider, you could go to university and study to be a chemist and you're not going to be able to do any of this, or you could come to us and completely change your life. This is sustainable too, and that's where the future is moving. I interviewed two ladies that created this bedsheet material, sustainable bamboo. Yeah, they're making it big. And it was very intriguing where the industry is going and what people are looking for when they're making purchases now. They're more, I would say, wiser as consumers. And especially now that you're talking about their skin, it's a no-brainer. It is. In fact, I, I run the Green Beauty Conversations podcast, which is all about sustainability in the cosmetics industry. And because I have no big corporate overlords, I can say whatever I want. So I do, because there is a a ton Mm. of greenwashing out there from the big industrial players. And it's really nice Mm. to explore what sustainability actually means in relation to a cosmetic product. From your data, what is the best line to get into when you launch a product? Can you speak about that? Yeah, of course. It varies, of course. In recent years, we've seen skincare really rise up, particularly during lockdowns. I know body care is massively on on the rise at the moment. But realistically, we say to our, our students, go and find a niche where you can stand out. Like the example I told earlier of our graduate who said, I'm going to make a, a line that puts Mexico on the map that shows people that Mexican products aren't cheap. And then she made a body care range with it. And sometimes the messaging around what you make Mm. is almost more important than the products. The products have to be good. They have to work. But if you can find a hook that makes people sit up and pay attention and you can change their lives through the products that you make, then that is more powerful. So that's that's how we try and position the students. And you said if it works, that's where you come in, right? Your education shows them how to create a product that works. Yeah, absolutely. So we teach skincare, body care, facial care, hair care. We even have a tiny bit of makeup at the moment in our membership platform. So there's a huge amount to learn and it's fun. Like it's really fun and Mm. empowering because at the end of it, you have a product in your hands that you made with your own hands. And from start to end, How long does that take? It's a self-study program. So some people will be out of it within two months and some people will take a couple of years. It just depends how much time you can put into it. I suppose that's the same with all online learning really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. And the ingredients is that they use, you Mm. educate them on how to put it all together, but they have to source the ingredients. For example, the rosemary idea. Is that something the student will have to go and find a supplier of rosemary and then find a way to create or you will show them how to actually make it into a formula? 
So we work with our students and give them um, a supplier guide. So we've spent, we've been going now for over 10 years. So we have huge amounts of information about suppliers globally. And when you enroll with us, you get a supply guide with over 400 global suppliers in it. And my team has put that together because I have 40, 45 staff. But also that we've crowdsourced that information from our 19,000 students by saying to them, who do you oh. buy from? Who do you recommend? And so we're constantly being sent recommendations and also, we're also being sent information about who to remove from it. And then several times a year, we update our supplier guide and our students continue to benefit from that. Your program, does it teach how to create that uniqueness? Obviously, the messaging behind the Mexico idea is great. Yeah. But the actual formula to put it together, is that yeah. also part of the guide? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We show them step by step how to make a cleanser or a toner or a shampoo or a facial serum or a lotion bar. It's all in there. And actually, that's the easy bit. The hard bit is trying to figure out how you as a person want to change the world through your brand. And that takes a little mm. bit of time. But the ones who really think about it, they come up with something magnificent. Mm. Do, are men in your program as well? Is it just for female or male or no, open, it's, it's obviously? For anyone who wants to take yeah. it. But I have to say the vast majority of our students are women. That has mm. always been the case. I fully expect that to always be the case. There are certainly mm. men in there and quite a few of them have launched brands as well. But I'd say it's probably, I don't know, 5% men and like 95% women. So men's is a, is a open field to create mm -hmm. a men's line through your program. Uh, there's a good opportunity. Oh, yes. There is a massive opportunity out there. And realistically, the beauty industry has only been targeting men for their skin, for even male makeup for the last, I'd say, five to 10 years. And that is only going to grow in messaging, in marketing. So the potential there is enormous. Yeah, I was thinking that because they could benefit someone in the audience. It could be a, a very good idea for them. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. And there are so many untapped yeah. niches out there. People often yeah. think that beauty has to conform to a certain type, a certain message, a certain product. But actually, if you're an entrepreneur, you can come up with anything. And that's really yeah. liberating, so wonderful. actually. Yeah. It is liberating, isn't it? And yeah. the lady that you mentioned uh, for the Mexican brand, she's yeah. not actually manufacturing in Mexico. She's nope. just branding it based on Mexico. Is that correct? She is really infusing her heritage into it. So she's using the nopal okay, cactus. So uh, first of all, her oh, brand so she's getting yeah. the products from Mexico. Okay, I think okay. she's getting some of the ingredients. I don't know. You should get her yeah. on a podcast and ask but she is yeah, really yeah. out there championing Curious. the latino community and putting them on the map and i think hmm. that's really the main objective but i'm putting words into her mouth now and i would much rather yeah, yeah. invite her on Just because she curious. is awesome yeah definitely introduce us that'll be great i want to understand the decision you purchased this right that's correct <laughs> and during your maternity can you share with us what drove that decision? I'm a biologist by training and I worked yeah. as an environmental scientist for 12 years and I worked in big corporates around the world and I kept coming up against this glass ceiling where I was told, you're too young, you're too inexperienced, you can't do this, you can't do that. And the whole time I was just sat there going, 
ah, I find this so frustrating. These people are idiots. They can't get anything done. And so when I was on maternity leave, I realized I had headspace. I didn't, I hadn't slept for months, but I had headspace and I felt like hell as you do with a newborn baby. But I thought this might be my one opportunity to just get out of my corporate job. And so I took an online course on learning how to formulate. And at the same time, I decided to make an iPhone app on making your own DIY beauty products. I was watching the BBC's Apprentice as I was sat there with my newborn baby on the sofa. And I was, I don't, it's the same, I think, in all the Apprentice series around the world. I've watched the US one as well. And these people are often not the sharpest tools in the shed. And you watch them run around and they're struggling. And I was just watching them going, if these people can do it, then I absolutely can do this. So I launched uh, an iPhone app within a year of that decision on how to make your own DIY beauty products. And that was downloaded in over 100 countries. It did really well. I got quite a lot of publicity from it. And I thought, okay, what's next? I'm going to learn how to make my own beauty products professionally and sell them. And so I took this online course. I loved it. And then I had the opportunity to take it on when I was on my second maternity leave. And I thought to myself, this could be great. At first, it was supposed to be my side hustle, my hobby. Um, yeah. And I was supposed to run it for an hour a day. But I spent most of my maternity leaves feeding my children and reading about marketing at the same time. And so all that knowledge that I'd soaked up about digital marketing, I finally had an opportunity to put it into place. And it flew. And within four months of taking over and buying Formula Botanica, it was just me at the time. I had recouped my investment and I was like, we're off. I quit my job and I said, let's do this. And I don't Fantastic. work an hour a day anymore. I now have 40, yeah, 45 staff. Imagine. We do millions yeah. in revenue and it was a very Amazing. good investment. <laughs> Congratulations on that decision. I was very much curious. I appreciate you for coming on our show. And definitely I could see it creating so much freedom for so many people that I just don't know what to do with their life. And they yeah. have these ideas. They can create their own product, use that is, and you're creating that for them. So that's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for those kind words. And thank you very much yeah. for having me on. It's been a pleasure being here. My pleasure. And definitely keep in touch. Once we go live, we'll send you the information. If you can help us promote your episode, that would be wonderful. Yeah. And thank you. Take thank care. Thank you for having me. My pleasure.